Welcome to Crossroads and Cauldrons. We are two witches with jobs, families, and busy lives just like you. We talk about weaving the web of community, practicing magic, and life in the Deep South. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Selena. And I'm Luna. And today is July 6th. 2020 July already fuck right I know I don't know I don't I don't understand time anymore Me actually either. I was never particularly <laughs> with time. Um, yeah but you know life's changed a lot since March so that's true yeah thanks corona yeah spring is gone yep summer is here summer is here all the way here so, uh, the sun is in cancer you're enjoying that still eh. yeah no? <laughs> you're our resident cancer it's emotional I know. Well, I don't understand emotions. I'm a fire sign. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a Virgo moon, so... Okay. Like, well, see, I have a Sag moon. And then I'm Aquarius rising. So I don't really have a lot in the way of... I have thoughts. I do have feelings. I just think them out really hard for a long time. First. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, what was I going to say? So... I don't know Sun's what I'm saying. Cancer. Yes, Cancer. Um, we just had a full moon. We did. Well, see, I'm I'm trying to speak in the person of when the show airs. Right. So, but we right now, jump ahead a little bit. As I'm sitting here, the full moon is tomorrow. Right. Yeah. So, at, as you're hearing this, listeners, mm-hmm. the full moon was yesterday. So, anyway, there was just a full moon and a lunar eclipse. Right. Um. Right on our you know, our nation's birthday. So mm-hmm. if you are an astrologer, I'm sure you've looked up the uh, the birth chart of the U.S. So it's interesting, and it's going to be an interesting few more months. Buckle mm-hmm. up, folks. Um, We're in for a more bumpy ride. Bumpier, but, you know, ultimately, hopefully good, you know, in the long run. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um what are we working on? Oh, yeah. We're doing the 13 goals of the witch. We're already on goal 11. Yeah, getting so close to the end here. We are getting close to the end. So this is everybody's favorite goal. There's been research on that. Really? I don't have the numbers with me right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So goal 11 is exercise the body. Woo. You can see why that's everyone's favorite mm-hmm. goal. So I have a pet peeve. Okay. Okay. So I have, a, I have several. But... My my first one is um, that this particular goal. I feel like I've said this before. Is is kind of brushed uh, brushed over um, every time um, you know in doing my research. Um, it, it was very very few um, people who have who have explored this goal um, took the time to really. Uh, really deeply explore the depth of it Mm -hmm. so there were some but not many so um it kind of just gets brushed over like exercise is good for you duh well uh, okay okay let's break it down right because that's what we do here at the crossroads break it break it all down um okay so so the (laughs) obvious parts are that yes exercise is good for the body keeps your body healthy movement is good for you it's good for you physically it's good for your stress levels Mm -hmm. it's it's good for you okay Now let's now that we've gotten that said. Okay. That's obvious. Okay. So why is it important to a witch? Well, first of all, I want to um, go ahead and address my other pet peeves. 
Are you ready? You <laughs> love sure, it when go I ahead. do this. Not, she doesn't. Um, <laughs> so I think there's a lot of sort of ableist bullshit that goes along with, with exercise just mm-hmm. in general. Right. Everybody's body is different. Mm-hmm. Everybody's fitness needs are different. Mm-hmm. So I want to go ahead and get that out there. I'm not talking about being, you know, a rock hard bodybuilder. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about you have to be able to run a 5k twice a year. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking about movement. What is what is your body need? Mm-hmm. Your my body, if I ran a 5k, I would die. I would be dead immediately. Maybe I could work up to that, but I got bad joints. Yeah, I've walked a 5K and Mm. that was tough enough. I mean, I just, you know, different bodies have different needs. I'm just going to say that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so different bodies have different needs. And I'm not talking about a specific need for your body to be or a specific Mm -hmm. level of activity for your body to have. So just let's go ahead and get that out of the way. Okay. Okay. I also um, want to talk about fat shaming and mm-hmm. health shaming. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everybody mind your fucking business. Mm-hmm. What somebody else's body is their business. Right. And your body is your business. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's it. You know, if, if someone uh, is large or fat, you know, I've got fat on my body. I don't equate that with ugliness mm-hmm. or something, um, you know, disharmonious mm-hmm. with my personal life goal. I've just goal. got coids, I've just girl. Got That's curves. all it is. You've um, got coids. I do have curves, and they're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I like your um, curves. I like but my curves. your curves are gorgeous, too, Thank girlfriend. You. Um But what I'm saying is, you know, there's still so much of that happening. Right. Like, fat people you can still make of fun it. of. I don't know why. It's horrible. Mm-mm. Stop it. Yeah. Um, and the the thing about it is it doesn't matter what your body type is Mm-mm. somebody's going to have a reason to complain I'm sure they are you know even if you're slim even if you're whatever you are mm-hmm. somebody's going to have a complaint about it so just fucking ignore all those people mm-hmm. and listen to your body listen to your needs do you feel like you feel good at your at your weight whatever mm-hmm. it may be okay then yeah. If you don't, which way do you need to make adjustments in order to feel good? Mm-hmm. You know, do you need more calories? Do you need less calories? That's none of my business. That's right. for you to figure out. Mm-hmm. So n- we're not going to fat shame anybody. No. And if you're doing that, fucking stop, man. Yeah. Just quit it. Um, health shaming, too. Like, come on. Everybody's body is different. Mm-hmm. Everybody has different needs. You don't know what's going on with somebody's health. You don't know what's going on, what kind of medication they need, what kind of, you know, maybe they need a triple cheeseburger. You don't fucking know. Maybe they're <laughs> anemic and they got to get some iron in their body right now. Very much. Yeah, it's very not, possible. It's not maybe they have you. hormone issues that are <gasps> causing them to retain weight. Maybe they're diabetic and on an insulin pump and it's very difficult for them to lose weight. That um, sounds a little personal. <laughs> yeah so i think everybody just needs to mind their own fucking business Absolutely. about other people's health yeah but so we're going to talk about to yourself pay attention to yourself so we're talking specifically about your health and mm-hmm. your body yep you know okay so that's what we're going to focus on so um some of the so those are the obvious parts of exercise the body okay there we got that out of the way mm-hmm. now let's talk about the magical parts the 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 less obvious parts of of this particular goal mm-hmm. so this is a this is it's another pet peeve. Man, I've just got a lot of She's things got to a lot bitch of peeves, about. Y'all. I guess I do. It's cancer season. Let me just enjoy <laughs> this. Um, no, so so people forget um, 
about the physical body being part of your magical body. It is. Uh, it absolutely is. This mm-hmm. is this is your magic manifest, you know, right. in the world. This is the part of you that can interact physically and it's the only area um, you know, that that can operate like that. And that's mm-hmm. why so much of our magic um the goal is to manifest physically. You know, that's the that's the height, I guess, or whatever of of doing magical work is right. is pulling everything together so that you have this physical experience mm-hmm. and that's where we are right now we're experiencing this material world and that's where our bodies operate from you know we can do so much from this place if we remember that this is part of our magical anatomy as well right you know we think a lot about our astral self and our divine mind and our psychic abilities and all those sorts of things well you have quite a lot of agency in your physical body mm-hmm. to manifest your whatever your goals are to manifest manifest your magic to make change your physical body is first of all the easiest way to do that and it's the one that you're most most accustomed to using you know Mm -hmm. you've been training for this you know your whole life since since birth you've been experiencing this this function of reality right you know um so so don't forget that your physical body and the physical world is part of the energetic range as well Mm -hmm. you know if you if you really zoom in microscopically we're still atoms we still operate in the same way as any other kind of energy we still operate in the same way that light does that sound does all the other forms of energy we we have all of that within us Mm -hmm. okay so don't forget that don't forget that your physical body is in your magical toolkit it's not separate. There's no mundane versus magical. Right. Everything is magical. Mm-hmm. You just, it depends on your awareness of it. Very true. So now you know your body is a divine vehicle of light. Okay, <laughs> people. Um, so, and and it's, it's one of your most important magical tools. So when you're working with um, elemental magic, you sort of learn the purposes of all the different elements and, and how bringing them together is, is how you create magic, how you create change. And that is embodied by physical reality. We have all the elements within us because if we didn't, we couldn't have a physical body. Right. You know what I mean? If anything was missing out of that, we wouldn't be here physically, mm-hmm. but we are. So we contain all of the magic that is already out there. So, you know, if you're working with elements, you know, your blood and the fluids in your body, that's your connection with water. Not to mention we're mostly made up of water. Mm-hmm. You know, your breath and your voice and your, you know, all of that, that's your connection with air. Your mind and your ability to create and, and, um, and your passion and your desires and all of those things, you know, mm-hmm. that's your connection with fire. Right. You know, your body itself, your ability to metabolize food, your ability to um, physically move things and make changes in the world, your whole body, your bones, mm-hmm. you know, that's your connection with earth. Your ability to heal. Your ability to fucking heal, man. Mm-hmm. All of that channels through you. Everything you do has to come through your physical body at Mm -hmm. some point. Right. You know, whether you're channeling energy, whether you're healing, whether you're doing psychic work, whether Mm -hmm. you're doing mediumship type work, it all is, this is the pivot point. You know, this is the point where everything, you know, 
sort of operates through, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and this is your your anchor. This is what grounds you into this particular life. That's what grounds you into this particular um, part of your soul journey, you know. So it's important, however it's manifesting, and if you're not happy with how it's manifesting, you know that not that doesn't necessarily mean you can always change it. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so I'm I'm not trying to say that. You know, if you don't like it, change it. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't, you can that doesn't always work. Right. But you can adapt and mm-hmm. you can explore and you can examine what lessons there are for you to experience mm-hmm. on this particular soul journey with the vessel that you have. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some things are in your control to change. Some things are not. And right. what does that mean for you? And how can you... Um, make that experience part of your spiritual practice. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so so when I talk about, and I kind of started to touch on this a little bit, um, we talk about embodying magic. And what does that mean? That means it's literally in the body. It's manifest. Um, it's Okay, so I looked it up. I have written here the... <laughs> The definition of embody to be an expression of or give a tangible or visible form to an idea, quality or feeling. So think about your magic and how it's expressed physically. How are you giving a tangible, visible form to your magic? Mm -hmm. The way you do that is with your body. You know, you embody your magic. So how is it expressed? How are you using your physical body to to show what your soul is doing you know Mm -hmm. to show your spirit and um to connect with that spirit um so there's all sorts of gosh different um different cultures and and all over the planet all cultures pretty much um have things that connect the body and the spirit through movement mm-hmm. and through breath and so you have like yoga and tai chi and other t- types of martial arts and things like that that are literally physical movements and gestures that create this flow of energy in your body that that releases obstacles and things like that that might be blocking energy flow in your body mm-hmm. and if you um do yoga and I'm not necessarily talking about strip mall yoga I'm talking about you know yoga yoga. you know you know what I mean they're (laughs) everywhere Uh, I'm talking about yoga as a spiritual practice right you know you are you don't have to be any particular kind of body type or Mm -hmm. strength level or flexibility level right because you're what you're working with is your spirit. You're working with your vital life force. You're working with your energy, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody has access to their energy. And through those movements, you, you're moving that energy around in certain ways and having literal changes to your energy centers, to your body, to your mind, all of that. Right. So movement is, has historically been a way to connect with spirit you know Mm -hmm. particularly we see it in the americas where there's dancing and drumming and and Mm -hmm. things like that in our native cultures that connect to spirit that speak to the universe through dance in a different um mind just went blank sorry (laughs) it's an altered state of consciousness it is an altered state of consciousness that's right yeah so so gosh there's so much if you if you have any sort of shamanic practices as part of your witchcraft Mm -hmm. um ecstatic dance yep. anything through dance and movement and drumming and music and all of those mm-hmm. things 
that um, literally shift your consciousness, yeah. take you to different places of awareness. And there's um, even meditation poses. You know, there are, gosh, hundreds of different meditation poses that cause certain types of changes in your mind if you just assume that pose. Right. There are mantras and mudras, as what I meant to say, mudras, mudras. Um, that, you know, that cause different conscious changes. And that's not, you know, hardcore workout, okay? That's like different finger right. poses and spiritual workout. gesture poses mm -hmm. so so when you when you're when i'm looking at this goal exercise the body my thought and my focus is on magical movement mm -hmm. okay yes it's important to have a healthy body because when you're sick your part of your energy is distracted right when you're when you're you know ignoring illness or ignoring um things in your body that that need work or need healing because i do that mm -hmm. everybody does that um that's taking that's zapping some of your energy right you know and gosh if you have a um if you have a sort of a long-term illness or some something like that or chronic illness mm -hmm. um you know exactly what i'm talking about because mm -hmm. it drains you it does. if you have chronic fatigue anything like that autoimmune disorders mm -hmm. it's, it is exhausting yep um and so you've got to kind of know what your body is doing, what energy you need to just that just goes to supporting your body and keeping you functioning and what energy is is being wasted and what energy, you know, can be transmuted and transformed. Mm -hmm. So it's just having an awareness of your body and your body's needs. And we talked about this a little bit last episode, right. but specifically... That was specifically focused on food and breath, and this is focused on movement. Mm -hmm. So, um, so if you don't have those elements in your practice, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you experience some ecstatic movement if you're able to. And it doesn't have to be hours of drumming and dancing. It doesn't no. have to be. If you can do that, guys, do it. <laughs> um, but it doesn't have to be that. It can be as simple as sitting in your chair and rocking mm -hmm. you know um because it it brings a repetitive movement into your body even if you're just able to move your hands mm -hmm. it creates a movement and a flow of energy and that repetitive motion shifts you into trance and it's a different type of trance than um you know just sort of slowly dipping down into a into a meditative alpha type state mm -hmm. so explore that explore movement and dance and music um in your in your practice because it can bring a lot of depth to to your magic and to what you're doing it's and it hugely raises energy um so explore that um but but while we're while we're talking about listening to your body Overstressing and overtaxing your body—that's mm -hmm. not helpful. No, nope. that's and not that's the complete opposite. Yeah, it's not helpful mm -hmm. to your body. It stresses your mind. Um, and I'm not saying don't challenge yourself. I'm saying don't exhaust yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Um, if there are things like you have a goal and you want to reach that, go for it. But don't push yourself to the point where your body is screaming for you to stop, mm -hmm. and you aren't listening because. Right of your ego i mean um it might not be that but it's probably that if your body is saying we need to stop and mm -hmm. you keep pushing that's a problem don't do that to your body guys so 
I, I do that to my body. <laughs> I know. I'm the worst. I hear myself and I'm like, hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Um, so learning when to stop I is important. I think we all do that though. I, probably so. Probably so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then knowing when to move is important too. You can't just say, well, I'm tired, so I'm going to sit. Forever. Are you really tired? Or are you tired because you haven't moved your body at all in 100 years? You know, it might be time to just get up and take a gentle walk and then see how you feel. So you have to listen to what your body really needs. You know, it might need to get up and walk around. I can't sit in one spot too long because my joints, I've got a back injury and I've got the, I've got a concrete slab. I can't walk around. I can't sit. I can't lay down for too long. So I just have to like, I'm just constantly in, in flux. Like I'll sit for a minute and then I'll go do something that involves standing and then I'll go sit again. I don't really lay down much. I should explore that. <laughs> I mean, you even at night sleep. I don't really not a lot, but I'm working on that because my body is like, fuck you. We need some sleep. <laughs> Uh, I'm a hypocrite. I'm I'm putting it out there. These are my own personal. I'm taking this lesson to heart. Um, so also, uh, um, working magically with movement, there are all kinds of um, energy exercises you can do, and energy clearing and aura clearing exercises that you can do just through movement. Mm-hmm. You know, it has an effect on all of your energy bodies. I'm looking at the microphone like y'all. We forget about movement. We forget. We talk a lot and we sit a lot and we read so much, you guys. I enjoy all the reading, but there's a point where we have to fucking do the thing. Mm -hmm. You know, we do a lot of rituals and spells and, you know, herb craft and all kinds of stuff. But there's so much more to your magic than just the things that look really witchy on the, on, you know, on Instagram. Right. And the body's Um, always been referred to as the temple too. And if you think about it, if your body isn't working properly, your mind doesn't work properly either. So, you know, making those adjustments to make your body healthier. I'm not saying becoming a supermodel or anything like that. Um, Just being healthier, you know, being more focused on, you know, what you put in your body. Is it worthy to be put into your body? Uh, ask yourself that question. Yeah. And, you know, watch your water. Make sure you're hydrated. Oh, guys, hydrate. That makes a big, big, big difference if you're dehydrated. I get dehydrated hardcore. I had yeah. to buy myself a pretty bottle. This was actually a, a suggestion from a friend. Uh-huh. So I, I'm not going to mention her name, but she's awesome. And she was in school with me. And she was like... We're supposed to be holding each other accountable on this, but we forget to talk to each other sometimes. It's fine. Um, hey, girl, how you doing? I hope you're listening to the show. Um, but she told me she recommended a water bottle for me that has instead of like measurements on it, because mm-hmm. I'm like, what are numbers? I don't even know. Right. Um, it has like it says things to me. It has time on it. Mm-hmm. And it's like by 8 a.m., you know, you drink to that line yeah. and then it's like, good job, keep going. And then you drink to the 10 o'clock line and it's like, you're awesome. And I'm like, right. And then I keep drinking. So, um, so it was fun. It was called a hydromate was the bottle and mm-hmm. it's glass and I love it. And I carry it everywhere except now it's in the dishwasher. So I don't have it today because Aww. sound guys like, where's your bottle? You're talking about it. You don't have it. It's in the dishwasher. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But yeah, but that was helpful for me just to have that. It was mine. Carry it around everywhere I go. Right. Put it and in the car does. with me. I, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll attest to that. She does. I she do. takes it everywhere. And I have a different bottle today. But that's what I had to do because 
if I don't just have it sitting right there, mm-hmm. I'm just going to forget because yeah. I don't I don't get thirsty. Right. Because I don't know why. But if it's sitting there and I can see it, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, let me drink that so it can tell me that I'm awesome. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it does. And I believe it because it's a water bottle. It knows. Yeah. Right. Right. So anyway, but just little things like that. Just pay attention to what you need, you know, mm-hmm. and what your body needs and if your body needs chocolate cake eat the fucking cake but savor it like enjoy Enjoy it it. feel it taste it yeah oh my gosh experience it experience it it's you know i think we just mindlessly nosh you know in our and you sit and watch tv open a bag of chips and you're like and then the the chip is gone the whole damn bag and you didn't even enjoy it no you don't even remember eating it i know um so but i i've got a few things for for I've got a few practical things that people can try. So if you haven't tried this before, you're going to find some weird videos online. Look at them because they're (laughs) awesome. Um, So there's a um, energy exercise called the Celtic weave, which you basically, it kind of just sort of expands your aura and like kind of, it's been described as like a a blowout for your aura, like a, like a hairdryer. It just kind of, just kind of fluffs it all up and makes it feel good, kind of cleanses it a little bit. It's Mm -hmm. called a Celtic weave. And it's such a simple thing to do. And you basically start by moving your hands. You're going to move them up and down. And and there's a particular rhythm to the movement. And since you can't see me, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to describe (laughs) it. And I can't even stand up and like show her because I'll knock the microphone over. But just go, go go look it up. The Celtic weave. And there's some super eccentric people that have made videos. Some of them are just very much like this. And we're going to do the Celtic weave today. You can get, you can suffer through it, guys. You can watch that. (laughs) And then there's some that are like, hey, let's do it. And you can suffer through those too. But, um, (laughs) but yeah, the Celtic weave, I sometimes fall down rabbit holes. Um, You can also do um, a really, really simple thing that you can do is just put your hands out to the side and make little figure eights with your hands and this can kind of help balance the hemispheres of your brain Mm -hmm. it can help calm your mind because you're making this balancing it's a magical symbol you're doing a sigil in the air you're doing a gesture and if you if you do them where they're like opposites Mm -hmm. um and just do that for a while you're going to start to feel changes and it can sort of start to shift your consciousness a little bit Hmm. but it helps balance your aura and it helps clear your energy centers you can do that figure eight um infinity symbol over your different chakra points um to balance your chakras there's all kinds of stuff out there guys so go look go look and um and those are like you know, those are energy exercises. So it doesn't quite have the same feeling as, you know, doing 30 squats, which, no. That's not happening. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Girl, my knees are so cracky. Mm-hmm. Like, I would wake up the neighbors with all the popping in my knee. And I've got young knees. I have no excuse. I overworked them in my youth too much. That's what happened. And now they're busted. Okay. All right. She doesn't even care. You with I your care. new knee. Shoot. I got one new knee. I got another one that needs to be redone. So I can relate. You know what I'm talking about. I know about. exactly what you're talking okay. about. Mm-hmm. We don't have any listener questions today. We don't. I think what I've, the hell? I think I've talked really fast this time. No, you've done good. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't have any listener <laughs> questions. So I think they're... Everybody's in their own little world right now, I think. That's okay. It's summer and they're able to finally get out and do a few things here and there. And so... Yeah. 
you know, baseball started up and they're doing baseball. Yeah. The fuck, man. Yeah. Baseball, T-ball. Y'all wear your mask. Wear your fucking mask, guys. Come Please. on. I think they're fixing to shut Mississippi back down because it opened. It, it was it was closed for like four seconds and it wasn't all the way closed. It was just like, guys, could you stay home? That'd be cool. OK, we're going to open everything back up. It's fine. Yeah. I don't think they're going to close it down. If people would behave themselves, they wouldn't have to. <laughs> they're not gonna do that though they're not gonna behave themselves you're mm-hmm. right what when has mississippi ever done what was in its best interest ask yourself never literally never so i don't know why they thought that mississippi was the would... most overweight state mm-hmm. in the nation least educated the highest um rate of heart disease yep mm-hmm. yep. guy y'all yeah i think percentage wise we've got the highest uh covid rates I could be off no, on this. I think it's, I think Texas is higher. Texas is right higher now. It and was, Florida is higher. Florida's already shut down. I know Laurel. Laurel was like at the top of the list for yeah, a couple it's weeks getting ago. up there. Yeah, so, but I mean, if it's ridiculous. and a lot of the numbers to you, it's really difficult to discern what's real and what's not because they're using it. They're going by the testing numbers, mm-hmm. and half the people aren't getting tested. I know, so it could be even worse than. You know, yeah. and they were saying, well, it wasn't here until February or March. Bullshit. I have friends who had it back in November, December of last year. Well, yeah, but they wouldn't, but have they known didn't know what it, what it was, was yeah. you know? So <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Just be careful. Wash be your careful. hands. Wash your Wear your damn mask. Wear your mask. It's not that bad. <laughs> get a, you know, get a mask with like a. Yeah. You know, get creative. Look, I, I mean, I've creative. seen some really cool masks out and they're even mass producing them now too. And there's some really cool ones. If you can buy them locally, do that. Yeah, because little people are sitting at home and they're sewing these little masks and they're doing it to help y'all and they make a few bucks off of it but it ain't enough it's just enough to pay for the fabric that they've got and the little bit of time it takes for them to make it so use local makers sewers if you can yeah there are some cool ones mass produced that i've seen and uh pick your favorite sports team pick your favorite cartoon we do have a bunch of sports fans out there yeah your anime (laughs) uh you know find you some uh halloween fabric or something and sew a sigil into it yeah you know you know take a a t-shirt that doesn't fit you anymore that has a really cool decal on it and make you a mask and i mean it's so simple i think this is going to be a general everyday Mm -hmm. uh addition to our wardrobe from here on out for a while yes for sure um, but mine's cute, so I made it. I made my hubby one. I'm not mass producing them, so don't ask. Yeah, um, my daughter made mine. I yours is it. cute. I like yeah. yours. And I then get I got another fabric. one that was actually a gift from a friend's wedding. Oh yeah, that we attended. I have one of those and as well. <laughs> yeah, we we took a group picture with all our little masks on when we. It did was the, a small group, just to clarify. There were like, like six five people, people. y'all. <laughs> now we have a discrepancy was it five or six well you'll never know that's what yeah um yeah so that's my that's my spiel on exercise the body spiel i think i made my point you did good i had a few rants it's okay okay good people was, know you by now <laughs> our sound guy made a funny what was that oh did you say i went on rabbit trails fuck you i stayed on topic <laughs> i was on topic she was she until did we come started back talking about the mask it. and who was that that was that her. was me <laughs> I, you can't be insulting us in front of each other no, we can see it's you all right it's all right all right, all right. Well, so we got some uh, some uh w- some gardening stuff yeah let's talk about the right, witch's garden for a minute um y'all know from the last show uh right now it's just hot as hades down here in mississippi 
So really, all our big main job is right now is just keep everything watered and make sure nothing dies. <laughs> um, I got out in my garden this week, and um, I actually had to move some plants around. I had some that I planted back in the spring that were getting a great amount of sunshine and had no issues well those trees bloomed out y'all <laughs> or the limbs grew a little bit further because it was under pine tree and pine trees grow really really fast down here so uh they lost their sunlight and of course now they're half dead so i had to move them to a sunnier part of the yard but then i had one that was in full sun and she's been in full sun since i've had her and dang if her leaves didn't start turning brown around the edges because a i didn't water her enough because it's too freaking hot and b the sun was just cooking it so i ended up having to pick her up and move her and it was a rose so y'all just go out and walk around your yard and see how your plants are doing because they're probably not doing as well as you think they're doing um make sure you and your you, silver linings yeah <laughs> make sure that you water uh as much as you can soaker hoses are a great thing if you can get your hands on them they're very difficult to find this time of year but if you can find soaker hoses order them on amazon i think you can get them there too um you can soak them in bucket of water before you use them makes them a little bit more pliable but they will not lay down right away you'll have to run them for a little while for them to loosen up yeah you told us that last yeah last time well yeah. i'm reiterating no I, i'm sorry <laughs> I, I didn't mean don't say that's it. That's fine. I'm sorry. I know. Hush. It's I'm, my part. I'm going to be quiet. Okay. But they'll lay down eventually and then just do a drip irrigation into the ground, which is great because it actually gets to the roots of the plants. Um, okay. So that's your part of your homework. Your other part of your homework, as you remember back in the early, early spring, we started a book of shadows for our gardens. That's right. Yep. And y'all started putting plans in it, what plants you put down in the ground and if you need to go back and update it, do that now because you will not remember. Uh, take pictures of your garden as it is right now because next year you'll want to change it. It'll be totally different. Um, but you can see what's working and what isn't working at this point. Also, watch your sunlight. Where is your, Where is the sun traveling over your yard during the day? Start paying attention to that app because the moon, the the moon, mm -hmm. the sun has moved its direction at this point. Okay. Um, Might be good to write down temperatures too. Temperatures isn't Rainfall. bad. I mean, you can get a farmer's almanac. Yeah. Um, you can actually find them online now and uh, go on there and actually see uh, even just through your local weather channel. Um, find out what your local temperatures are. Um, and that's pretty much it for the witch's garden. Just, you know, just kind of pay attention to what you got and keep it alive as we, much as you can. We got some vegetables coming up. Veggies are coming up right now. Um, and it's also a really good time for y'all to go ahead and start planting your fall crops. All the blueberries are ripe right yep. now too. Yeah. Figs are starting to come out. Um, things like that. I think peaches are starting to ripen too. Um, but you can start paying attention to what uh you're wanting to plant during the fall yeah um and i would i would actually say go ahead and get it into the ground but you're gonna have to baby it until it gets established so awesome start looking at your fall crops thanks so next episode might be a little different mm -hmm. you want to talk about that or no i'm actually going in for surgery this week <gasps> I know it's nothing big. I'm happy it's for nothing you. big. Um, it's actually an improvement. I'm not going to go into detail, but I may or may not be here next show. So uh, y'all just send good vibes and energy my way. I would graciously appreciate it. 
and uh, I'll make sure that Selena gives y'all an update if I'm not here. I'll try so. to try to make a decent show for you if she's not here. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that we'll have a guest. I've got a few um, people I'm talking to right. right now, so we'll see see who it is. It might just be <laughs> me. I hope not. Dear God, no, it's not going to be just me. I wouldn't do that to y'all. No, we'll I'll find we'll, somebody. We'll make sure you got somebody over here. I don't stop talking if it's just me. <laughs> it would be the longest episode in the whole wide world. Um. Yeah. So that's our show. It's a little short tonight. What it the, is, but it's summer, y'all. Go play. Oh, you're just gonna let them off? Yeah, I let them off. Can't give them any homework or nah. Shit. Well, I gave them homework. To update the me. Book of Shadows for the garden. Yeah. Yeah. You did. <laughs> I didn't give them any homework. It's okay. It's okay. They don't need any. Well, we really appreciate you guys listening, and we you love know, y'all. Listening. Send us questions. We yeah, like we need that. some listener questions, y'all. Sometimes that helps us fill in the show. I mean, you don't have to just throw it out there, but it's true. <laughs> gives us gives us more stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um. Did I have it? Wait a minute. Hold, please. Okay. I might have had a question that I was like, I'll address that on the next episode. Hold on. Let me look it up. Okay. So last episode we had um. Okay, we had the listener question about um losing your faith in in the divine. Okay. So hold on. They sent me an update. Um. Okay, it says, um, okay, okay, okay. All right, hold on. It's, it's long. So what's the question? <laughs> okay, okay. So, so, um, okay, so she sent me a, a clarification. So the, the question is, um, when I say faith in the divine, I suppose I mean deity. I don't worship. I simply call on them for assistance. I guess I feel that maybe my calls are being unanswered. Um, I wish I could explain it better. Um, okay, so... So, okay, so let's talk about, well, let's talk about the nature of deity and let's talk about um, the nature of guidance from spirit and sort of how, uh, how that comes through. So my, my first question would be um, if you have, do you, it's kind of like um, just putting a, gen, like standing in the street and saying, hello, you know, can you talk to me? Can you help me? Versus knowing someone's phone number and having a relationship and dialing that specific number and saying, hey, you know, I need your help or let's talk about this. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that you have that connection established um, before you really start getting um, clear messages, I think. So my first question I would ask is what's your meditation practice like? Um, Because the more that you do that and the more you process and clear out sort of your own mental chatter, the more you're going to start receiving uh, messages from guides. And so spirit guides come in a wide variety of sort of types of entities that they are. And deity is one of those. So deity is, um, is kind of a particular type of energetic being. Um, and, they they sort of operate on a particular energetic level and i know i'm sounding like a crazy pants right now um (laughs) but in order to sort of tap into that um you would first of all you want to make a connection with that deity through offerings usually um it helps me to be sort of more specific um if you're if you're expecting sort of specific answers and you kind of go to the generic god goddess great spirit or whatever um it can almost be harder to get a personal answer they're probably responding you're just you're on you're on a particular energetic level where you may not be recognizing their responses so if you go if you tap into a, on a more personal level um then then you're likely to get answers more quickly 
Um, so if you start with say, let's let's pick somebody who we're gonna who we're gonna work with. Hecate. Hecate. Okay. So Hecate, you want to work with Hecate, which you know, good luck if you're a new practitioner. She's uh, <laughs> very intense. Um, you would find things that resonate with her. You would find keys. You would find. Um, she has a lot of animals that she works with. She works with, with hounds as one of her big symbols, torches, whatever. You know, you start working with the symbols of um, that deity and you incorporate those. You would build a shrine to Hecate and you would incorporate those elements and basically make sort of a nice place for her to come through and visit and, and interface with you. Um, and it's sort of, it's like dialing their number. It's like, you know, when you work with their symbols and the things that are sacred to them, it encourages them to come through and speak with you. Um, you also have to have a way, uh, you have to have a method of connecting. So if you are new to psychic development, and, and I don't know where you're at, so I'm um, if I'm just being insulting, I'm sorry. Um, but if you're in the early stages of psychic development, then you really need to work on um, your meditation and your communication with spirit. So you may need to start with ancestors because they're the easiest to communicate with, um, particularly if you have ancestors that you knew while they were living, um, then you've already got a touchstone with those ancestors. And they can sort of act as a um, intermediary for other types of spiritual entities. Um, there's all different levels of spirit guides. And, you know, like I said, deity is one of them. So they can act as an intermediary to get you through sort of the gateways to commune directly with that deity. Um, but usually, in, in my experience, as you're working um as you're developing yourself and you're developing your your practice and your power and your psychic abilities, those messages kind of start coming through. You know, you don't necessarily have to say, okay, I want to work with this particular deity, so I'm going to go work with that deity. If you don't have a particular one that you want to work with, you can start with spirit guides. Start with, um, you know, who, who, who are the guides that I need at this time? You know, let me reach out to my spirit guides, speak to me in a way that I can communicate with you. And they communicate through a variety of means. You may hear them directly in, in meditation. I do that. Um, you may hear them, you may hear them speaking to you when you're out, you know, and that's not necessarily voices in your head. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's for you to discern. Yep. Um, but, but, and you audibly hear them. So that's a different type of uh, receiving information. You might get uh, sort of omens and symbols around you. You know, um, you might just have feelings in your body. You might have emotional things that they are using to sort of pull on and speak to you. So you have to just start deeply, deeply paying attention to what's going on around you. When you ask a question, are you listening with all of your psychic, you know, awareness for the answer, however it may come? Pay attention to your dreams. Pay attention to the animals around you. You know, I get a lot of spirit message from birds. You know, they show up and I'm like, what are you trying to say, bird? And, <laughs> you know, then I have to go do a meditation and I get more clearance. But but there are certain birds that come around when particular spirit guides are trying to get in touch with me and I'm ignoring them. Um and then it's like, oh, oh, okay. I know what you're trying to say. So let me go, let me go talk to this spirit guide. It's like a, it's like a voicemail or something, a crow mail. They're like, squawk, <laughs> go do your shit that you have been ignoring. Um, anyway, I, I think I've 
trailed off. Maybe I was unwrapped. <laughs> anyway, but but you have to just be really open to how the messages are coming through to you. So if you do any any sort of divination, and I highly recommend that you have some kind of of means of spirit communication, whether it's a pendulum or tarot cards or runes or you know automatic writing automatic drawing those sorts of things um i have a a couple of students who are doing automatic typing and i'm like that's interesting let's explore that um so you you have to become a channel for the messages to come through you know um and maybe you are if you are i'm still not answering your question um but but as far as communicating with deity i would explore what the nature of deity from your perspective cuz for me they're um they're forces they're forces of the universe you know they're energetic forces um and they're not quite the same as um like working with angels those are really more like the structures that hold the universe together and they operate in a particular way and i think deity are sort of like actually one step down from that because they have more of a personality. Um, they have more interest in humanity doing things um, because it makes changes in, in their plane as well as ours. Um, so think about if there's a particular deity you want to work with, you know, that's when you build your shrine. That's when you um, start calling to that particular deity. Sometimes they have epithets, like you mentioned Hecate. She has like 40,000 different epithets. So, you know, look at those and see which 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 Hecate are you working with right now? Because she she's so vast. She has so many areas that she works in. Um, so there's different names that you would call upon her to call her in that aspect you know it's like the difference when somebody from work calls me mm-hmm. or when a student calls me or when my child calls me when right. my child calls me it's mom and that's the role I'm playing mm-hmm. when my husband calls me well that's a different role entirely <laughs> uh, but I'm the same person so it's right. kind of like that so seek out those things and and I recommend letting them come to you and seeing who shows up because you can reach out to deity whoever you want and they might work with you they might have work to do with you but you may miss something or overlook something um if you're not open to who shows up Mm -hmm. um so you may have deities that show up that you don't know who the hell they are because they've sort of been lost to time um there are deities that are being created now like we create deity as much as they create us so there's there's new deities and i don't know if they're new new or if they're transformed from something previous or whatever but they evolve just like we do mm-hmm. you know so um they kind of really run parallel to our own evolution um but yes if you if you feel like you're not getting um responses i would say question um how you're how you're reaching out um if you're just if you're just doing you know your your rituals or your meditations and you're just sort of saying um you know i call to the goddess and god be here with me you know you're gonna have to put some energy into that you're gonna have to learn how to open those gateways open those um energetic paths you know you've got to create a bridge Mm-hmm. for them to connect with you. Um, so you have to develop your own psychic abilities. You've got to develop your um, understanding of energy. And you may already, I feel like I'm being insulting, but anyway, I'm not trying to be. You have to work on building a bridge between you and the deity for them to sort of take notice of you and and come through. 
because a direct experience with deity is one of the sort of major differences between um, magical traditions and orthodox, more orthodox traditions, because they have specific things that you say. Mm -hmm. And it's it's encouraged that, you know, you just talk to God and he's not going to answer you, but that's fine. Which to me seems bizarre because I've had so much direct communication, direct messages, direct um, experience in meditation. And outside of meditation, particularly, I work with Hikate. She will smack you upside the head, like, very much. She'll just be like, get your shit together. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and, and yeah. So, so yeah. So, just um, establish those those bridges. Research your deity if there's specific. 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 If there's a specific deity <laughs> that you want to work with research that deity you know read their lore reach out to them in meditation would be um the first step start making offerings that can really draw them to you they love they love it when you give them stuff um so go from there what would lure you if somebody wanted to commune with you and if you if you're as old as i am back when we actually used to plug the phone line into the wall what i had those yeah i'm not as old as you sometimes you need to plug the phone in yeah, just plug it in. You got to connect the lines. To connect that, the lines. That's a really good analogy. Mm, that's what I was thinking when you were like, you just need to build a bridge. And I'm going, you got to connect to the Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could do that too. <laughs> Turn on your Bluetooth, damn it. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, you've got to pair those devices so that right. they can interface. Hey, um, now we're talking their language. We <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This, this is probably a fully grown woman. Um, she remembers plug in things. I mean, but yeah, plug in the phone. Yeah. Plug it in. Yeah. Um, I hope I answered it and I wasn't like talking in a circle. Uh, if not, you know, just message me, you know where to find me and we'll just keep clarifying until we get this question answered. Yep. Um, but thank you for, for that. So we did have a question. Yes. Thank you for your question. question. It was hidden in my inbox. I had to go back and find it. (laughs) Um, that's it. I'm, I'm very happy that you're all listening and keep listening and we're going to keep having shows for you and we might have a guest next week i don't know it's a mystery Ooh, and it's not next week to... it's the week after that yeah i'd like to, to do weekly shows but holy crap no. where would we fit that in a schedule yeah no, we it's a little much it's too much all right guys thank you so much for listening and bless it be bye y'all Thank you all so much for listening and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. It helps get our podcast in front of more listeners just like you. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can leave us a voicemail at 769-230-0305 or find us on facebook.com forward slash Crossroads and Cauldrons Podcast. You can find our Instagram account at Crossroads and Cauldrons Podcast. Or for our latest episodes, search Crossroads and Cauldrons Podcast on your favorite podcast provider.